Rookie Road Cycling. If road cycling is your new hobby and you want to be better informed to get more out of it, then this is the place for you. I'm Lexi Rose and thanks for joining me. In this episode, we're going to be talking about pedals and cleats. But firstly, I just wanted to acknowledge the fact that this podcast is a little bit late, so I apologise for that. Uh, My life has got in the way a little bit, which is part of the reason, but also I was hoping to finish my podcast prep on the Sunday, ready for putting it out on Monday. But I did the Rafa Women's 100 on Sunday, and when I got home, I was completely broken, uh, partly physically, but more mentally, in fact. And that's another part of the reason. So the route I chose for the Women's 100 was really complicated. You'll have to look on the Facebook page or on Instagram to see it. And it was all on busy roads in London and took maximum concentration. And I was out there for ages, um, five hours moving time, seven hours out there in total, which included cycling to the start and then a few energy breaks and about a million stops to check where I was or to reroute myself. Anyway, got home and my brain basically said, I have had enough for today. I will complete basic essential functions only and otherwise I am done. So yeah, I just didn't have the mental capacity to do it, I'm afraid. (laughs) Anyway, hopefully I'm back on track now. And also, Congratulations to everyone who did the event, particularly those who were completing 100k for the first time. Right, so back to business. Clipless pedals. I think it's a name that has confused almost everyone who is new to them. How are they clipless when we talk about clipping in and clipping out? Well, they're called that because they don't have the original style of toe clips and straps, as in that sort of plastic cage bit that's intended to go over the front bit of your foot. You sometimes still get this now. Uh, I think actually my first road bikes had this, but they just seem impossible to use. I mean, who is actually able to get both feet into the toe clips and tighten both straps? I've never seen it done. I don't think it can be done. So it's quite a strange invention in my mind. So yes, the type of pedal we're talking about is called clipless simply because they don't have those type of toe clips. So why do we use them? Well, other than they're a huge improvement from that toe clip style, in terms of ease of use and safety, it's also because they increase our pedaling efficiency by transferring power more efficiently from our legs to the bike. Now, a couple of things to mention before we go into the main choices available to us. So, The main types of pedal vary in the following main ways. Firstly, whether you can clip into one side or both sides. Secondly, whether the cleats, and that's the bit you attach to your cycling shoes, whether they're connected via a two or three bolt system. And this in turn is related to what shoes you have, the stiffness of the sole and how easy they are to walk in, etc. Thirdly, whether you can adjust the tension and or the degree of float. And to explain that, So many pedal types come with some degree of tension adjustability, which allows you to modify how easy or difficult it is to clip in and out. For float, so clipless pedals were originally designed to keep your foot held completely firm. These were then developed to allow some movement or rather float, which is that twisting movement. I think primarily to optimise the 
orientation at different stages in the pedal stroke, but also to limit the damage to your knees or to help people who suffer from knee problems. Okay, so let's start with the most common type of pedal, the standard road bike pedal. There are two main brands and they are Shimano and Look. The Shimanos are called SPD-SL and the Looks are called Keo, spelled K-E-O. And for those who wish to know, SPD-SL stands for Shimano Pedaling Dynamics Super Light. So you can clip in one side and they use the three bolt cleat system. You can get different cleats for different degrees of float. For example, with the SPDSL, for a red cleat colour, that means there is no float, so they are fixed. A blue cleat colour is two degrees of float, and the most common that you will see out there probably is yellow, which is six degrees of float. Now, this isn't to be confused with the look Kios, where no float or fixed is black. Four and a half degrees of float is grey and nine degrees of float is red. As for the difference between these two, well, it comes down to the details. Both are popular. The detail of the difference generally relates to how long they last, how lightweight they are, how easy they are to walk in, the slightly different shape of the platform, nothing that you'll really notice. They really are quite similar, so you'll just have to plumb for one. But let's not forget, within Shimano, SPDSL and Lukio, there is a range, a hierarchy that will come down to how much you're willing to pay. Right then, next up, Shimano SPD, which are considered the pedal and cleat system for mountain bikers, but us roadies are allowed to use them too. Now this mountain bike system is considered easier to use and therefore often preferred by beginner roadies. This is because the shoes have a more flexible sole and the cleat is recessed, they're easier to walk in. Also that the pedals are double-sided and allow you to get some purchase or traction even if you're not properly clipped in. So just more friendly all round when it comes to getting clipped in and you know, taking off from a junction and so on. However, a downside and why regular road bike pedals are more popular is that the mountain bike system is usually heavier and less efficient at transferring power as the contact area is much smaller. And I guess it's just not considered the proper system for road cyclists. The pedals themselves can be quite small, just the mechanism bit that connects to your cleat. Or what you can have, and what I have, is a platform around the mechanism, which just gives added comfort and ease. For example, your foot can easily rest on the pedal even if it's not clipped in, and therefore it's possible to ride them just in normal shoes as well if need be, although that's only really comfortable to do it over fairly short distances. Right, next we have speed play. These are the pedals that people often call the lollipops, just because they're that sort of shape. Uh, they're often used by people who want that added power transfer that the large base plate of the regular road pedals offers, plus the reduced weight, and for those that want the ease of the double-sided clipping in that you get with the mountain bike pedals. Regarding the power transfer, whilst the pedals may look small, it's all about the surface area contact between the cleat and the pedal, and the speed plays are comparable with the regular road bike pedals in this respect. Now, just a few points to note on the speed plays. So the cleat is a four bolt system, but they always come with a base plate that connects to a regular three bolt shoe. 
Also, there is no tension, but there is a lot of float. The float you can get ranges between zero and 15 degrees. Now, you really do need covers to save them when you're walking in them. The mechanism is within the cleat and not the pedal, so it's much more vulnerable. So now the Zero model and the Light Action model are the most common type of speed play pedals. The Light Action are easier to clip into, um, whereas the Zero model, which is much more of the, the standard type, it can be quite tricky. I certainly found this. I really couldn't clip in easily at all, um, but found that the Light Action suited me quite well. But there is a, also a range of other speed plays and other options. Also, you can get them in a whole variety of colours, which may be important for some of you. The speed plays do require a different technique for clipping in, whereas I think all other pedals require a toe in first and then clip down with the heel. The speed plays require a fairly flat entry technique, which can be quite tricky to master if you're accustomed to the normal toe in first technique. And also worth noting that for smaller shoe sizes, you may need to use the provided shims to give a, a perfect fit between the shoe and the cleat um, because of the more pronounced curvature of the shoe that you get with smaller shoe sizes. So there we've got the SPDSL, the Look Keo, SPDs and Speedplay, which are the most common, but there are more and I'm just going to mention a couple of them. So Crank Brothers, uh, this is another pedal type which is more common for mountain bike use but therefore come with some of the benefits that we talked about for the SPD mountain bike pedals. Uh, Crank Brother pedals are also called egg beaters because they look a little bit like that. Uh, they're quite small and lightweight, but as with the SPD, they can come with a platform around the mechanism. Um, I believe they're just as easy to clip into, and so they're good for beginners. But actually, they do have a four-way engagement system. So for the pedals, without the platform that is, they should be even easier to clip into than SPDs. Having said that, the tension can't be altered with this type of pedal, and there are limited options for the float. Finally, time pedals is another option. They do road pedals and mountain bike pedals. For the road pedals, they have a lateral and angular float built into the design, but it's not adjustable in the same way as it is for other pedal systems. And they have other different advantages, such as a longer, more supportive platform and a couple of other techie features that I won't go into, but that may be important to the pedal connoisseur, but that's less critical for your average rider. Other than that, I can't really add too much as I've not tried either of those brands myself. Okay, so that's just a bit of an overview on the main pedal types. Now let's just move on to some of the other general practicalities. So for installing your cleats, it's not a bad idea to get a professional, like at your local bike shop, to do this for you. Or failing that, read the instructions really carefully and spend some time on getting it right. It is important that your cleats are installed in a neutral position for your foot and the position relative to the widest part of your foot and where the power is applied to the pedal and through the pedal axle is correct. If it isn't, then it could potentially lead to injuries. We'll talk more about shoes another time, but cycling shoes generally should fit well and they should be comfortable. You don't need to allow extra room like for running shoes, say. Uh, your foot is on the whole going to be relatively still inside the shoe, so you don't need that extra space for impact and movement that you sometimes do for other sports. 
Now, clipping in and clipping out, I think everyone has probably fallen over and fallen off their bike when getting used to clipless pedals for the first time. It's something that will sometimes happen twice, but rarely happens a third time. You kind of live through it and you learn. I think the first time I fell off was at a big roundabout at a big junction in Cardiff. Um, Yeah, not great. Uh, I think luckily I was with a few others and so they helped me up and kind of got over the embarrassment of it and carried on with the ride. But realised that because I hadn't fitted my cleats properly, that basically they'd come a bit loose. And so when I twisted my heel to release, the whole cleat just twisted a bit. And so I couldn't get my foot out. Uh, And needless to say, I never made that mistake again. Also, obviously, it's a good idea to get used to clipping in and out from a stationary point to start with, like next to to, the garden wall or something. Um, And then when you feel okay with it, take a short test ride somewhere easy and quiet. As I said earlier, other than for speed plays, the technique is toe in first and then clip down with the heel and to release, you twist your heel to the side outwards. Okay, so a couple of other things now. The left pedal is reverse thread, so it doesn't loosen whilst you're pedalling. Very clever. Also, they don't need to be really tight. And you'll be grateful for this if you ever need to change your pedals. Um, I did this a lot when I was experimenting with different pedal types and also when I was switching different pedals between different bikes. You only really need them finger tight plus a little nudge with the spanner. Okay, maintenance. Um, It is important to keep your cleats clean. They will work better and last longer. They can easily get clogged up with dirt from the road. The most high maintenance would be the speed plays. As I said earlier, as the mechanism is vulnerable as it is within the cleat. Um, And you do need to read the instructions on how best to look after them. On the other extreme, I have to say, I've rarely cleaned my SPDs uh, and they work as perfectly now as they did years ago when I bought them. They've had a lot of use and I have walked many miles in them, which is a function of just getting lost in London quite a lot. Uh, They seem pretty indestructible. And it's also a good idea to keep an eye on your cleats for wear. They often come with a sort of wear indicator, certainly road bike cleats do, to say when you're getting you know, close to this point, then they could do with being replaced. In terms of choosing your pedals, well, for me personally, I do like mountain bike pedals the most, the SPDs. Uh, I'm not overly worried if I lose some power transfer. I'm not worried that they're a bit heavier um, they are just so easy to clip in and out of, and I just I just love the noise they make as well. It sounds a bit mad, I know, um, not a common reason to favour a particular pedal style, but I just do, a neat sort of metal-on-metal metal click rather than that sort of clumsy, plasticky noise you get from road bike pedals. <laughs> um, but yeah, that said, if I had got the hang of road bike pedals early on, then I'm sure I would prefer them. I just struggled with them, and so I got rid of them quite quickly. However, part of the reason is that so much of my cycling is in London at the moment and I clip in and out much more than ever I was doing before when I was cycling in Bath, say. Uh, And actually, when I was cycling in Bath, I was using my speed plates more. And I'm sure I will gladly return to my speed plates when I'm doing less big city cycling. Right, that is a lot of information there. Uh, Don't worry that you need to remember it all. You don't. Uh, It's just helpful to be aware of it, I think. So when you go looking, either 
in a shop or online, you can go, oh yeah, that's what that is and that's what she was talking about. Um, and hopefully that will be helpful. So in summary, I would say if you're willing to have a go with proper road bike pedals, even though they are a bit more tricky to get used to clipping in and out, then go for it. SPDSL and Lookio are quite similar, so just opt for one. But in making your decision, you need to think about what your preferences are for float. And if you have any knee trouble, then you will want some with a good degree of float. If you're less sure and less confident or want something a bit more versatile where walking isn't an issue, or if you think you'll be clipping in and out a lot or want something where it's possible to use normal shoes, then go for SPDs and probably with a platform. If you like the look of speed plays, then give them a go. There are several benefits, but they are more expensive and a bit more labour intensive, both with setting up and with maintenance, but they are quite cool and they do offer a combination of the benefits of the standard road style and the mountain bike pedals. Well, that is it for this episode. Don't forget to tune in on Friday for Saddles and Chamois. So thanks for listening. Hope you've got something to take away. Don't forget to tell people, share our love for cycling. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and you can also find us on LinkedIn and, of course, the website cyclebean.cc. Stay safe, rookie roadies. See you next time.